Hello listeners, this is Dean Holness again at Everything Football. I'm here with Saji Byrne, um, an ex-colleague of mine as well. We're going way back here at Crystal Palace. Um, so first of all, I'd just like to say welcome to the show. Thanks very much. So what have you been doing since the last time I saw you at Palace? My career kind of moved on from there. played quite a lot of football in the Midlands after I left Crystal Palace. I went to Colchester, hated it there, decided to just leave, asked them to pay me what they owed me. Then I moved on to Port Vale, did quite well there. We won the LDV trophy. When my contract ran out, it was just the end of the buzzman there and ITV Digital went, so a lot of the money went out of football then. So it was quite hard for a lot of players to get into a club. So I ended up at Peterborough with Barry Fryer, which I really enjoyed. Spent about four or five years there. Fell out of the last manager there, Mark Wright. Moved on to Shrewsbury, spent a year and a half there. Had a fantastic time. Got to the playoff final, lost in the final, and then went to Barnet, did okay there, and then kind of petered out at Russian and Diamonds, where I decided, totally fed up with football, I just want to move my career in a new direction. Okay, so you've been at a few clubs, so a bit of travelling. The travelling wasn't too bad though, hopefully. Uh, not too bad. I mean, I had a young son at that time as well, so I was moved, coming back to London quite a bit. Um, you know, coming fresh out of London, London boy, and moving what we call up north was quite difficult at first, but um, I gradually got used to it. So you played internationally as well. Who did you play for, first of all? So I played for St Kitts and Nevis. Um, Where's that as well? <laughs> uh, okay, so St Kitts and Nevis is a small island in the Caribbean. That's on my father's side. Basically, how it happened, I was at Peterborough at the time, and uh, when you're at clubs, you do ask players where they come from, etc., etc. And it was a coincidence that another two of my colleagues, Adam Newton and Callum Willock, were from St Kitts. So we decided to send them an email to see if we could get a trial, try and play for the team. They flew us out there. I think I made my debut against Northern Ireland. The other two guys made their debut the week earlier because I was on holiday. And then we was lucky enough to play uh, in a World Cup qualifier against Barbados, which we got through 5-2 on aggregate and moved on to the next phase. Did you play in the Caribbean yes. or were they in Ireland? Yeah, played against Northern Ireland in St Kitts, which was great because it was our holiday at the time so kind of got a free holiday what you call it but still training and keeping fit and then we played Barbados home and away and then we got through to the next qualifying stage where we played Mexico, St Vincent and Trinidad the year that Trinidad and Mexico got through to the actual World Cup finals and then at that time I got injured, dislocated my shoulder and missed all the games which was unfortunate. Oh man that is unfortunate and that can happen in football at any time an injury which is pretty sad. Lucky you managed to recover from it. Couldn't have picked a better place to go to though, the Caribbean to play for a football team. <laughs> Lucky yeah. it weren't Iceland. No, I mean it's a great experience playing out there. Playing in different areas of the world you see lots of different things and as I said got great experience from playing out there, good and bad. So. Um, if I ever did move into management or move into a football football inside, I can hopefully take all the positives that um, I saw in St Kitts and the rest of my time playing football. Okay, so you have played for a few clubs, as we've touched on. Who was your favourite manager? Funny enough, my wife asks me this all the time, quite a lot. Uh, I think my favourite manager was Steve Coppel. I actually fell out of him when I left Crystal Palace. Well, probably more I fell out of him than he fell out of me, but... He asked me to come back once I left Colchester. Unfortunately, things didn't, you know. Uh, basically, another opportunity came up. Crystal Palace were in administration at the time and he could only offer me a month to month. So 
I'd have loved to have went back to Crystal Palace. Probably my first love of football, first club. You always feel a great affection for for your first club. Uh, who was your favourite player? Uh, favourite player? What the best player or favourite player? Both, nah. Ask both. Uh, okay, so the best player that I played with. Oh, I've been very fortunate to play with some great players. So I've played with the likes of Joe Hart, Jason Punchin, Antilio Lombardo, Matt Janssen. So, I mean, there's been some great players, but I think probably the best player that I've played with probably be Joe Hart. I've played with him at a young age at Shrewsbury, and for him to have such stature at a young age was just amazing. And I mean, he's a fantastic guy as well. I saw him a couple of years ago, and he's still the same down to earth. I have a lot of respect for him. Your favourite player? Favourite player that I played with or oh, just generally? Generally then. Oh, my favourite player is probably uh, David Rocastle. Being an Arsenal fan, being an Islington boy or Camden and Islington boy, David Rocastle loved him to bits and it's just a shame that he, his life got taken early. Yeah, yeah. Rocky Rocastle, he Rocky. was a legend. What did you like about football? Well, when I first joined Crystal Palace, probably my favourite time in football. The camaraderie where everyone earns the same money and, you know, can't be big time when you're playing YTS and stuff. And we had a fantastic youth team at Crystal Palace. So we had, you know, I had the likes of uh, Leon McKenzie, Clinton Morrison, Hayden Mullins, uh, Steve Thompson as well. We won the league a couple of times and got to the semi-finals of the youth cup as well. Lost to Liverpool, played at Anfield there. So that was probably my favourite time of football. And what was uh, the worst time in football? What didn't you like about it? I mean, as, as I said before, like all jobs, it's all politics and, you know, who your agent is and who the manager is at the time. And a lot of nonsense goes on in football clubs, but it's, it's the same in the real world. Once you get your head around it and kind of play the game, then you should be all right. What top three tips would you give any sort of young budding footballer if they wanted to progress in football? Yeah, just dedication. One of the main things and definitely being punctual turning up on time I'd say ask questions ask questions of the manager ask him if there's anything you could do more what, what did you think of your performance just ask him questions that can improve your game uh, they're probably the top three tips I'd say also what would your top three tips be of things not to do I mean there's loads of things that you can't do or, or shouldn't do when you get to an age of 16 like I did I did used to party quite a lot um, it's just about getting enough resting nutrition Stay away from drugs, stay away from bad influences, want to drag you out and do stuff that you shouldn't do. The main thing is just stand focused, dedicated on what you need to do to get where you need to go. And um, what does the future hold for you now? When I finished football, I did go into a state of depression. PFA did help me, which was fantastic. They helped me get onto courses, qualified as a personal trainer. I did a strength and conditioning course, and now I'm doing a um, sports science degree uh, in Loughborough, which I uh, really enjoy working back in football or teaching or, you know, it just broadens my horizons of what I can do. It's been a pleasure talking to you, Sadie. I'm going to go now, so I will be speaking to you lot very soon, guys.